0: comment and share. good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's Vita Guerrilla Economist coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning with my main man, El Cucco himself, working the airwaves, making sure the broadcast is coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean? Check us out, roguenews.com, the nexus, the zenith, the apex of all things geostrategic, geoeconomic, geopolitical, RogueNews.com, all the links in the description box, all the platforms. We are firing on all cylinders. We've got eight cylinders going Those are the eight platforms that we're on and growing. So make sure you check that out. And also check out our paid sponsors, MyCBDEdibles.com, MyCBDEdibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. Go there right now, whether it's doggy treats, whether it's coffee, whether it is my favorite. Almond, pecan, truffle, uh, almond, pecan, coconut truffles, which are just to die for. Go there and check it out. And uh, with that being said, El Cuco,
1: what's going on? What's going down, V? Doing doing great, man. I'm just, you know, in the Midwest dealing with this unseasonably cold weather. I don't like it, V. I don't like it at all. It is. uh,
0: There's a lot of strange weather going on. I mean, look at the West Coast. They're drying up. It's climate change, CJ. It's climate change. And if we all just stop driving cars. And we all just uh, ate soy. None of this would happen. That's all we have to do. If we should all turn into emaciated vegans, then we could uh, we could save the world, Sage. We could save the
1: world. That's it. That's that's the ticket. Hey, and not not all of us when we die hope to be reincarnated as a virus uh, to kill off half of humanity.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, Prince Philip, that may he, may he burn in hell for all eternity. Now, uh, you know, if you if you're a vegan, I, I think you uh, you turn to compost when you die. <laughs> <laughs> Instantaneously combust into compost.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if anyone has has watched it, but I believe it was from two or three days ago. And Vela sent me the link. <laughs> and he's like, uh, Gerald Salente went over the top yesterday. And it, and it truly reminded me of maybe he's been watching some cuss with Gus because he was he was off the charts just. Go, going after it dropping f-bombs and I think he's reached that point as well <laughs> uh, through through the chaos we're trying to make sense out of nothing that makes sense currently
0: <laughs> you, you know what it is it's like a lot of you know most of my clients that I'm talking to today a lot of them are already either moving out or they're making plans to move out of the country they're already moving assets and resources um, they know what's coming. You know, they know what's coming. This is, folks, there's a point, there's a hinge point, okay? There was a hinge point that every country, every civilization has. And that hinge point is, if you stretch that hinge point, if you push against it, if that hinge point, that that pivot point, that hinge point breaks, it snaps, then you are on a slippery slope, the hell with it, Siege. We're not even on a slippery slope. You begin to have a breakdown and, and it becomes unstoppable. In other words, it's it's not fixable. The momentum is too great. You have to get out of the way and let the damn thing crash.
1: Silly way, Siege. Well, it's, again, it's something that we've, you know, documented now, Vief. Well, you've been at it longer than I have. If you go back to the original... Uh, Friday night shows that you that you did on Freedom Slips and all that, talking about the coming tsunami and the the shift that's occurring and, and 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 apparently V we're we're in it right now we we are in that that environment where we are watching a major shift that's occurring where you know and it'll be a struggle for a lot of people uh, to figure it out. I think those that are tuned into our broadcast that are listening they've already figured this out that the tide is changing. Uh, unfortunately, we have a good chunk of, of Americans, of people that live here in the United States that don't necessarily understand that, that type of environment, that type of climate that's gonna be created when the dollar loses its world reserve status. And unfortunately, we have a federal government who is fixated on safeguarding the top 1% class, the, okay. the, the, the banking class, and at the meantime, pretty much kind of enslaving the rest of us to become dependent upon the federal government as the slave masters. Exactly
0: correct, man. I mean, you have, in the race to the bottom, okay, in the race to the bottom, your biggest competition, your biggest competitor, is not going to be the neighbor right across the street from you. Your biggest competitor will be the federal government. Why? Because the federal government will be racing with its inflated, printed-to-oblivion dollars in order to try to procure whatever assets and resources it can while it is still able to pay for it with hyperinflated dollars. And hyperinflation is starting to creep in. You know, you got a lot of people that are arguing, is, this da- is it deflation, inflation, deflation, inflation, deflation, inflation? No, and I- the answer that I've been saying for the longest time, which is coming true, is is, is, is the answer is C. The answer is C, all of the above. It's stagflation. <laughs> That's where we're headed to. And it's going to get much worse. And, and then you have the incompetent morons, the absolute incompetent morons that are in D.C. These are some of the people that have, you know, I used to think that, the you know, going into the local DMV, you're dealing with, like, morons. But then you realize, then you realize that that moronic mindset, the bureaucratic mindset Do as little as possible for as long as I can. Mindset permeates the entire body politic of the government itself. And when you look at the incompetence, it's quite remarkable. Like this morning, okay, the cardboard cutout in chief, the cardboard cutout in chief, he did this this morning, Siege. Let me uh, scroll down to this. Oh, my mouse. Oh, there's my mouse. What he did is this. <laughs> I'm still getting used to the stand-up desk. <laughs> Biden about to declare U.S. recognition of Armenian genocide, which is enraging Turkey. <laughs> Thanks to the, the contributions of Kim Kardashian and the Kardashian clan. <laughs> People for the first time in America find out what an Armenian actually is. Prior to that, nobody has any clue what an Armenian is, where Armenia is. Most people don't even know where Armenia is on a map; they can't find it. Tiny little country. It's been along a Turkish red line. You know, a lot of a lot of talk about red lines this week. Got uh, the the leader of the free world, the leader of the free world, Vladimir Putin, talked about red lines mm. and how mm. the rectal obsessed. Uh, gender confused West shouldn't cross them. Okay? Mm. So the leader of the free world says, "Here's some red lines for you bastards. We're working on next gen uh, nukes. We're working on next gen energy and laser weapons. Try it. F around and find out. F around and find out." So the Turks, the 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 turd in the hummus bowl himself, the Recep Tayyip, other one. The Chep Tayyip Erdogan. He said it's a red line. The red line has well, always been never recognized the Armenian genocide, which happened. Five million Armenians. I don't even have how many. Two, three, four, five million Armenians died. I have no, I have no idea. The long Turkish red line, which the country's recent modern leaders have reached, reacted fiercely at any suggestion, and which only 30 countries in the world officially acknowledge, has been widely reported that President Cardboard cutout himself is preparing to declare the formal US recognition of the Armenian Genocide, which was a mass systematic killing of yeah, one million Armenians in Asia Minor from 1915 to 1917 at the end of the Ottoman Empire. Hundreds of thousands of Greek and Assyrian Christians were also slaughtered in the name of achieving Turkification. Turkey has achieved Turtification thanks to the Shep. The Jeb Erdogan, and according to the Clown News Network on Thursday, two people familiar with the decision said that the president, cardboard cutout in chief himself, the crash test dummy that is in the White House, was expected to make the declaration as part of an official statement on Remembrance Day, which falls on Saturday. Both said it was possible that he would change his mind before then. Oh yeah, uh, Mega Mega uh, Armenian genocide—I recognize it. I don't know. Maybe I will. I'm not sure. Yeah, he might change his mind. I don't think he has a mind to change. See, I don't think the cardboard cutout in chief, the crash test dummy that is in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, has a mind
1: of his own. No, not at all. And and I don't know what it is with Erdogan V, but if correct me if I'm wrong here. But wasn't under the Obama administration that the coup was attempted on Erdogan? Of course.
0: Yes. Erdogan hasn't forgotten that uh, Fethullah Gulen, Fethullah Gulen, a known CIA patsy and asset that are, we are holding in safe custody here. Not safe custody, but he's living in Pennsylvania under the safeguards and protections of the U.S. government. Fethullah Gulen was supposed to be the next president of Turkey back in the July 2014 or 15 coup that occurred in Turkey, which failed. And then Erdogan used that as a wonderful excuse to go ahead and purge the military of anybody that he's even suspected of insurrection against him or any sort of coup plotters, you name it, military men, teachers, the garbage man, the milkman, the local imam, the guy who sold falafels, the guy who sold donor kebabs. I love donor kebabs. He eat Turkish food, it's amazing. Get a chef of donor kebab. That guy. They all got arrested. They all got thrown in jail and disappeared. But for Gulen. So anyway, the turd in the hummus bowl has not forgotten what the Obama administration did. And the turd in the hummus bowl remembers that the current crash test dummy in chief, the cardboard cutout himself, the man without a brain, the automaton, that is Joe Biden. Okay? And the fluffer in the White House, the fluffer. What's her name? Kamala Ho Harris. Right? Kamala Ho Harris. He hasn't forgotten that that the crash test dummy was uh was the vice president during that time. He hasn't forgotten that. So the crash test dummy saying, I might recognize them if I remember, but I might change my mind. He might change his mind. We'll see. So why am I even bringing this up? Was it sad that a million Armenians died? Hell yeah, it is. Ter- terrible, terrible tragedy. But you know what? I know something, folks. There's been genocides all throughout human history. Human history is a violent, bloody thing. That is all what human history is. It is, it's only recently man has become somewhat civilized, and now we're devolving. At least in the West, the rectal obsessed West, the West that that its its new ornament of worship is is is, is the rectal cavity. Okay, that's 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 the cause of all this gender confusion and all the other nonsense that go along with it. That's another side. That's another uh, side joke that I'm not even gonna get into right now. But. The rest of the world seems to be... It's recent that they've become civilized and they're trying to advance themselves into higher levels of civilization, getting more advanced, more technological, more innovative. So it's funny to me that the timing couldn't be more perfect because while Exceptional Stan, a.k.a. the United States of America, a.k.a. Globalism Incorporated, while Exceptional Stan is busy Trying to poke, okay, picture of exceptional stand, this emaciated old man who's full of dementia, which is Joe Biden, right? I mean, Joe Biden is perfect. You get the president whom you deserve. You get the political system whom you deserve. You thought the election was unfair and it was stolen from you and this, that, and the other? Good. You deserve it because you did nothing. You were cool with it. But t- the last 10, 20, 30, 40 years of your existence, maybe 50 years if you've been listening, you did nothing. You believed in the system. Systems rigged. Okay? So this picture this demented de- 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 decrepit old man poking an absolutely fierce Kodiak bear, constantly poking, constantly prodding, constantly poking. Eventually that bear is gonna get up and it's gonna rip you, <laughs> it's gonna rip you a new one. So while exceptional stands poking the bear, it's at the same time as poking the dragon. It's it's doing the freedom of navigation, which everybody knows is called the freedom of propagation. And they're not only doing it with boats, folks, they're also doing it with aircraft. Last week, we have had F-16s fully armed, fully armed with live munitions, with live missiles on their wings, flying around in the South China Sea. Last few weeks, we were all of a sudden, we, are, we love Taiwan all of a sudden. Oh, we love Taiwan. Oh yes, Taiwan. We're going to create an Asian bloc. We're going to call them the squad. I mean the quad. Yeah. It's going to be Japan and Australia and New Zealand and we're going to try and get the Indians on board. Yeah, good luck. (laughs) So the U.S. is once again creating a lot of problems in the world stage against two very, very powerful countries. Two countries that are fit every single barometric, uh, every single barometer Okay, of a classification that you would call a superpower. The U.S. is out there doing it. And now Biden, because he can't leave well enough alone, because the the geniuses, the wokesters, the wokesters that are in D.C., they can't leave well enough alone. Like, they said, hey, you know what? It's not enough that we're poking the bear. It's not enough we're flagrantly, you know, Giving, sticking the middle finger to the Chinese. Is that enough? We have had a a a, a, a chopped-haired beaver bumper named Brittany Stewart wear the uh, Nazi death pat, the, the 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 Nazi death's head patch of the Spivoda of the Azan brigades, and then have her as a colonel of the United States go there and salute. Them. And she, this dumb dim white beaver bumper, has no idea what she's saluting. Sticking the middle finger again against Russia. So we're out there just provoking everybody. We're like the belligerent drunk. Now we're out there provoking Turkey. I really don't care about Turkey. But I'll tell you the significance and the importance of this. When you look at Asia Minor, when you look at the Ottoman Empire, and even though the turd in the hummus bowl, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, has these fantasies, CJ. He has these incredible lurid fantasies of a res- resurrected Ottoman Empire and that he himself... Is the embodiment of Saladin, resurrected from the dead, reincarnated for a new golden age of Islam. I mean, this guy is just full of it. I mean, God, the ego on this man. So even though he's thinking all these things, but what historically Turkey has stood for, it has always been the center of gold trade. It has always been the center of commerce. It has been the link between the East and the West. Turkey is integral to the BRI, the Belt and Road Initiative. Turkey is integral to Eurasian economic advancements. Turkey is very integral. And folks, let me explain something to you. The gold trade settlement was first beta tested in Turkey. I've said this. I don't even know. Maybe five years ago, maybe six years ago. I said, "Look, here's the thing. They were beta testing. India and Iran were giving Turkey gold." Okay. And that gold was, was, was converted to fiat in which order in or, in order to pay for the Iranian um, oils, right? In order to pay for t- Iranian petroleum. They were beta testing it. So now the Turks are like, hey, you know what? You're gonna go ahead and recognize that? And of course, the European lapdogs, the lapdogs of Europe, they're not to be undone. They're gonna go along and they're gonna say, yeah, so we will recognize the Armenian genocide because uh, the United States also recognizes it. And the uh, and, and the bullshitters from Brussels, the bullshitters from Brussels, they'll go ahead and uh, they'll go ahead and they'll, they'll recognize as well, which will further enrage Turkey. And in the process, we just hit. Well, we just put the turbochargers, CJ. We just put the turbochargers, the nitrous oxide, pumped directly into the cylinders, the rocket fuel, for Turkish integration into the Belt and Road Initiative, into the multipolar world. We just cemented it. We've confirmed to the Turks that we are an unreliable ally. We just confirmed not only to the Turks, but to the Saudis, to the Israelis, to everybody in the entire world, that we are a belligerent nut job who cannot be trusted to keep his word. Who can do business with a country like this? Who? Nobody. Which is why when we fall, Siege, we're gonna be isolated. Which is why when we fall, the world will cheer. Which is why when we fall, the world will breathe a sigh of oh, relief.
1: Really? Yeah, very well said, V. I think if if Turkey, if Erdogan can figure out, I mean, obviously he's he's the last few years in the relationship with with Putin, with Russia, I think that's been nothing but building his confidence. I thinking back to that point, I I believe it was actually Russia or Putin that actually warned Erdogan of the the coming coup. I, I wasn't that time period where he flew to Russia and probably received the intel and then, and then oh, he yeah. came back. So, you know, during that time period and obviously Syria has been a a mess, right. With, you know, Erdogan and his ambitions there, but, you know, there's no doubt that that time period is turning and, and the amount of financial pressure that's been placed on Turkey with them attempting to, you know, basically collapse uh, their, their currency. I mean, time and time again, they're, they're saying that. So, so there's no doubt uh, that the writing's on the wall. And when you take a look at, the central bankers and their their plans. I think they're getting they're getting desperate uh, because I do they do witness and that we're seeing that there's a major shift away from the central bank process. That you know just basically just like yesterday the ECB said, well we're going to keep policy unchanged. We just need to keep buying our bonds faster and faster and printing more money. So obviously this is a concentrated effort. You know among um, central banks. Uh, obviously we're 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 doing it as well. So what's what what's the end game? There's there's no value in printing, you know, all, all that debt, other than just trying to prop up the, uh, the the dollar. And I think that everyone's saying that, and those days are coming to an end. And hence, why what you and Eric Matthew Eric discussed yesterday, what makes it so important in regards to reviewing what's happening in the Ukraine, as well as the flare-up that's occurring with uh, Israel and, and Iran I, I'm not sure if you heard uh, about uh, that that uh, bomb or apparently whatever uh, went off in in Israel where uh, they tried to c- uh, claim that it was a uh, an explosion or some type of accident or whatever but uh, from uh, Syrian grill and from other quite a, quite a few other commentators they uh, they they made it sound like it was more of, of some type of a, of, a, of a missile or something that that happened there v
0: you know it's uh, yes
1: iran's rise
0: the rise of iran as the regional superpower as the most influential force within the middle east is unstoppable the inf- see historically there's two great powers in that region one is turkey Asia Minor. And one is Iran, Persia. Those are the two great powers that have always dominated that area, that region, either in trade, in commerce, in philosophy, in culture, in music, in influence. It's always been those two regions. The world is, swimming, is swinging back into that reality. There is nothing the Saudis, which is, the, Saudi Arabia is an artificial construct. It's not a real country. It's something that was put together in the 40s by the Brits. It's not even real. Same thing goes for Israel. If it wasn't for the Balfour's agreement, if it wasn't for how things happened and the, you know, uh, 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 Theodore Herschel and the atheist founders of Zionism, the right of return and God's uh, chosen people and all this other bullshit, Israel would have been in Africa. They were originally looking for a swath of land in Uganda. you got to understand that. These are all guys who are sheep-dipped, British-influenced characters. All the time. You can't research any of this stuff without constantly bumping into that fact. And so what happens is that you have these two artificial constructs that are designed to be a check and a mate and create a balance of power via proxy. Well, where's Saudi Arabia today? On the verge of collapse. Where's Israel today? On the verge of irrelevancy, unless unless Israel wakes up and cuts the leash around its neck to its Western handlers, and a lot of people say you don't know, v, you know, Israel controls U.S. foreign policy. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't. That's what it looks like to a lot of people on the surface. Israel is a proxy state. It serves the banking interests of the Anglo-American powerhouse. When it no longer serves that, it's over. Have you seen CJ, have you remember that movie The Good Shepherd? It was with uh it was directed oh, yeah. by uh Robert De Niro and starred Matt Damon,
1: right? Actually, yeah. yeah, I actually went back and rewatched that about less than a year ago, V. Yep. About six right. months
0: ago. Yep, there you go. Great movie. You remember that scene when he went to New York? And Matt Damon is the CIA guy. Mm-hmm. And he went to New York and because the CIA worked very closely with the Italian mafia, kind of giving you the over hints that, hey, what happened with Kennedy, right? Yep. You remember that scene with Joe Pesci? They were sitting in Queens, and then Joe Pesci was like this former mafia capo. Looks at Damon and says, "You know, we have the Catholic Church, we have the mob, we have the Brotherhood, we have La Costa Nostra. What do you guys have?" And then Damon looked at him and said, "We have America. The rest of you are just passing through." Mm. That was one of the most powerful lines ever spoken. Folks, the Anglo-American power structure that has morphed right after the end of World War II, when much of the think tanks were dominated by British globalists, by the Cecil Rhodes types of individuals, right? Right. That formulated the thought. The guys who who said, hey, let's let's take apart the OSS and create the CIA. Those guys. Those guys have a competing alternate interest in what is happening even amongst the the quote-unquote average everyday people in Israel. And the people in Israel have to wake up to the fact that, hey, they need to make a decision. Either they go down the road and follow the U.S. and the Brits and their handlers, okay? And they go down that path of annihilation. Or poverty. Or they could say, hey, you know what? I'm going to work very carefully with my neighbors and have a chance of prosperity in this new multipolar world. There's only one country... And if you look at the, 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 the history of this country, they do a great job of working with all sides, negotiating all sides, calming and quelling conflict on all sides. And that's Russia. Folks, look, you got to understand, the U.S. has left the Middle East. Why do you think the fact that Turkey is acting up in the Middle East, the fact that, that, that Saudi Arabia is in Yemen, the fact that all this shit is happening... Is because Uncle Sam was told to go pound sand. He's not the dominant force here. There's a power vacuum. And what's going to happen in the next, watch this now, next few months, next year or two, that franticness is going to first escalate a little bit more, and then it's going to start quelling down. There's going to be a balancing effect that's going to happen. And that balancing effect is not only going to happen with Russia coming in and negotiating all these things, but China coming in with infrastructure deals, just like the Ukrainian thing can be turned around on its head. Why? Because Russia's not stupid. They play 5D chess. Not this QAnon bullshit moniker, the Patriots and the White Hats are playing 5D chess. No. The Russians are playing it. They will smooth things out with the Ukrainians. They needed to show force on what happened. Now, today, Russia's pulling back from the Ukraine. They're pulling their, their troops out of the Crimea and whatnot. Why? Because Zelensky blinked. Zelensky realizes that he was about to be Kurd. Kurd what? He's about to be Kurded like what the U.S. did to the Kurds in Iraq. There was going to be no backup. There was going to be no help. There's going to be no cavalry coming in to rescue his ass. So the Jewish comedian who leads a bunch of Nazi mercenaries, Zelensky, is pulling back. Also, you got to understand, the quiet, dark horse in this whole entire Ukraine thing that nobody's talking about, CJ, is China. Mm. Mm. You see, the broken solvent West comes into Ukraine. We'll give you five billion dollars if you drop your pants and give us all your kids so we can rape them. <laughs> we'll give you ten billion dollars of our worthless hyperinflated currency if you, uh, you know, give us some uh, some regions in order to move some of our narcotics through. The Chinese have been working in Ukraine as well. They're like, hey, hey I tell you what, you want to be a part of something bigger and better. I mean, you got to be an idiot. Do, you, do do you think that that Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, didn't know what happened to Lukashenko in Belarus? The, att- the attempted assassination. You don't think that the guy in Vladimir like, wait a minute, you know, I'm being pushed into a war of annihilation that I will, my entire country will be gone in a matter of minutes, gone. And the U.S. will not help because the U.S. don't give a flying rat's ass about anyone or anything. U.S. doesn't even care about its own citizens. Why would they care about the Ukrainians? They don't care. And Zelensky's like, if I do this, and holy shit, they almost try to kill Lukashenko. Now, Vladimir zelenskys he's a comedian, but he's not stupid. He's seen what happened in Belarus. He sees what happened in Romania. He sees what happened in Latvia and Lithuania. He sees what happened in Bulgaria. He knows about those color revolutions in Georgia. He knows that. He's like, do I really want to do this? And he made the most stupid... And, and, and you got to understand, the, 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 I'm sure that after the stupid forced phone call Because the cardboard cutout in chief, the crash test dummy in the White House, his administration forced Zelensky to say, call Putin and say, hey, let's meet in war-torn Donbass. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you stupid? Are you an idiot? You're talking, you're going to call the leader of the free world? The most badass politician walking God's green earth? The guy who's really playing 3D chess? The guy who saved your ass? I'm talking to you, American, on the road and listening in. The average American who's, who's listening to this broadcast right now. Yes, he saved our ass multiple times. You didn't even realize that. That guy who's been kicking the globalist ass for the last 30 years. You're going to call that guy and say, hey, let's have a meeting in Donbass. Are you stupid? Are you dumb? Are you a moron? As they say in New York. What are you a schmuck? No. They're going to do that. That's why he recanted, and all of a sudden, and now Russia's pulling back some of the troops. What do you think happened? Zelensky made the call. The Ukraine thing is starting to unravel. The Ukraine thing is failing.
1: Real quick, uh, real quick before you – I'm sorry. You're like – no, I'm positive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but no, real quick. Dead, so yeah. so again, this so to catch – well, jump over to the Sakers, I, the IS, and he has an entire thread on the assassination attempt. Of uh, Lukashenko, and it's just—it's just crazy. They actually have recordings. the The Russian FSB actually has recordings of the plotters. Their Zoom calls. They use Zoom. This is, just...
0: <laughs> this is how dumb. This is how dumb. Exceptional Stan is. This is how dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. Folks, it's not like 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago where we actually had talented people working for the deep state. The deep state, you could just rename them to the deep shit state because they're in deep shit. They they they're staffed by idiots. You know the see the the current girl Jen uh, uh, Psaki, the press secretary. You know she's been in the in the system for how long, Siege? She's been she's been working in some level of government. Right? And she's a dumbass, right? You don't look at people like Valerie Jarrett and think they're smart. You don't look at people like Susan Rice and think they're smart. You don't look at idiots like Victoria Nuland and Hillary Clinton. No, not no. all. But they're, they're smart enough to, to navigate the geostrategic, the geoeconomic. They have no fucking clue. They're no. lawyers, bro. They've
1: never done anything, no. They're lawyers. No. Folks,
0: no. 99% of your politicians are lawyers. They're lawyers, and they have humanities degrees and social science degrees. They can't navigate. They can't play this game no more. They can't. And so now they have idiots who are doing Zoom calls. Please break down this article real quick if you want to. Go
1: ahead. Well, it's an an entire thread. So I just, like I said, that's why I said go over there, and there's been like 14 updates to it where they pretty much have you know, documented everything. And there's, there's really, it, it's conclusive, There there's no denying it. And apparently, I haven't seen the video yet. But apparently, they have actually released uh, the full video in Russia regarding the meetings, the, the zoom calls, and uh, apparently, they're looking for someone to try to translate them. So, uh, you know, it's well documented, in fact, that, you know, that Russia did did save him basically saved his life from uh the 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 plot uh, to to have him assassinated and it'll just be interesting where this goes so i'm sure that be that this is only putting more pressure now on the biden administration oh, yeah. and, and nato really for that matter to to shit or get off the can it, uh, you know uh, you know when you hear the talk about nuclear weapons and you know it was leaked the other day regarding that, that hey you know they're they're thinking about an option to use nuclear weapons you know in ukraine whatever you know that th- this is serious and but yet V we are probably the only ones that are talking about it. Like there's a few others at the Schiller Institute and uh, Matthew are those. But when you when you look at most uh, dying legacy media systems, no one is talking about the situation in, in Ukraine. They're they're focused strictly on Black Lives Matter and the events unfolding here in the United States. But but go ahead. I mean, you're, you're on a tear, but you're, you're nailing it today.
0: Absolutely, man. So Lukashenko was almost taken out, and these idiots got caught in a Zoom call, just like Victoria Nuland was caught on a cell phone call with the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine talking about FDEU, we paid $5 billion for this overthrow. Look, all of this incriminating evidence will one day we will be laced together, connected together, and laid out for all of you to witness. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. This is what we've come to. We are an embarrassment. We are unreliable. You cannot make a treaty with us. You cannot form a trade deal with us. You can't do anything. Our form of government as they exist today needs to go.
1: It doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. It's ridiculous. Log into uh, uh, Twitch real quick to respond to some of the, the, the messages that are there, but I, unfortunately I can't get into Twitch. Uh, so in the chat stream, uh, I see all the different messages, but they will only see the ones that I post here. So, yeah. So if you're in Twitch and you want to uh, join the Discord channel, which are already several people there, uh, just drop me an email. Uh, you do need a, a link uh, to join because we're not making it like a, a link that never expires. So drop me an email at cj at and we'll get you the link to join the Rogue News Discord channel. Go ahead, V. Sorry about that.
0: Yeah. No, uh, absolutely, man. I mean, so that, the, I mean, that about covers it. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. The, the economy is still doing its thing. It's um, it's falling apart. Jobless claims are still, you know, you got 17 million people that are on the dole, so to speak, right?
1: Well, y- yeah. And the, and the most recent, the, one of the most alarming things when you actually look at uh, economic uh, workforce uh, participation, not necessarily the unemployment rate. And, and by the way, I borrowed this from uh, I can't remember what uh, podcast I was listening to. It's just amazing that that um, you know, well below sixty percent, probably the lowest uh, V uh, in history in terms of labor participation. And this just kind of backs what we said the other day that nobody wants to go back to work anymore. No one, no one wants huh. these jobs. And and then you look at the first time that they try to like make this sound like it's a good thing that oh, America's on jobless benefits jumps back up to seventeen million as initial claims dip. I was watching a portion of the news today at the gym. And they were like, but it's actually, it's, it's a favorable for report. Like they try to spin everything.
0: <laughs> everything is spun. The girl, the 16 year old girl, because you know, when when CJ, when you and I were kids, when we got into fist fights, we usually had six inch knives with us and we're trying to, you know, butcher the uh, the other kid that we're fighting. Right. I mean, that's what kids did back when we were younger, they're trying to spin everything from kids, trying to stab each other and butcher each other with knives uh, to it. You, you, look, man, folks, you, you play stupid games, you win the stupid prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what it goes. You, you either, I don't feel sorry for the stupid ass girl who got, got her head blown off. God, whatever. I don't feel sorry for the dumb thirteen year old um, hoodlum who got shot by the cop either. Fuck him. So you play stupid games, you win a stupid prize. That's it. Yep. You know. Absolutely. So we're all gonna obsess over this bullshit. We're all gonna obsess over over wokesterism and and this that and the other. It, 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 it's it's stupid. All the while, we're swirling the toilet bowl. Everything is good. Like, you know, McDonald's CJ in one city, they're paying you $50 just to show up for an interview. Just to show up no for way. a job Yeah. Wow. It was the wow. Yeah, I forgot wow. which city it was. I think it's somewhere, I, I don't know if it's in the Northeast or something like that, but they were paying people 50 bucks just show up for a job interview. Universal basic income is here, folks. It ain't going yeah. away. Yep, it's here. This is the new normal. The new normal is you're going to have 52%, 55% of the country will be non productive. You'll have states swirling the toilet bowl, states like New York, California, New Jersey, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, you know, states like that, Illinois, they're going to be swirling the toilet bowl, Michigan, Wisconsin, they're all going to be swirling the toilet bowl, Oregon, Washington State, swirling the toilet bowl. Well, you have a handful of other states that are going to be productive. I'm telling you right now, the federal government will fail. And I, and I see a future where the red states will be more consolidated one toward the other. And what's going to happen is I see a, I see a future where individual states, let's like Texas and Oklahoma, Indiana, Florida, will be cutting deals with China and Russia for infrastructure, for development, for trade. This is a, a a fractionalizing and and a balkanizing all at the same time because when this thing goes belly up, the federal government will not have the money in order to pay for any troops to do any sort of anything to
1: prevent any state from leaving. It's
0: not gonna happen.
1: Uh, just another a couple of things, real quick, before we wrap it up. Uh, don't forget, please go to roguenews.com. It's it's basically going to be the, the the landing page for all of our content. Uh, we are systematically deciding which videos uh, to keep on uh, ScrewTube at the at the moment. So th- there's some based upon topic that we will delete right away from the replay. They are made available at roguenews.com. Usually that same night they're they're posted there, uh, and then also pay attention to what's happening. Uh, at your state level, there's there's uh, quite a few states out there, two or three, I believe uh, Connecticut is really close if they haven't done it already. As far as really eliminating any type of uh, religious exemption uh, from from vaccines. Well, you need
0: um, you needed, it. To, you need the jab because, you know, you needed to protect yourself against something where you have a ninety nine point nine nine seven percent chance of surviving. So you need the jab.
1: Yeah. So 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 again, just you know, pay pay attention to that. And and I I completely agree with what Gus says said yesterday or the day before was that it, it it it's time. If you know whether you know you're stuck to a job in one of those states or whatever, and you're having difficulty trying to figure out a way to get out. Um. Now now's now's the time. It, it's um. It's.
0: Flea you know, again, blue, go red or go dead. That's it. Absolutely. Go go red or be dead. And then after that, if they, and, and, and and like I said, this is the Alamo, right? If you're in the red state, and you got the hell out, and um, this is the this is going to be your Alamo, kind of like what Gus said. You make your stand here. You fight for the local and state government. You make sure you you better be damn politically active in your local. Yeah, state. yeah.
1: There, there's no. Yeah, there's literally no excuse anymore. There, there's not. Uh, you know, to to, to 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 take action. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to hear that that in in two years that. Uh, There's a chance that the GOP may take the House or the Senate back or that in in four years, it it doesn't matter. There's not a political solution to this uh, environment that we're in. It's, it's, It's coming at us. It's just a matter more now of how much information, how much of a distraction that they can keep at us, including potentially uh, Donald J. Trump, keeping him as a distraction from what's really happening, but there'll be people that will be still tuned into that. I, I you know, I, I get it. Um, I, I, They're I, going
0: to look to him as a savior, and that's a long thing. He should stay the fuck out of politics. If he, if he's smart, he should coordinate from the background, be strategic about it, coordinate. But of course, nobody's going to, nobody's going to advise him in that level. If, if, if the Republican Party has any balls and brains left, they'd let Desantis run. That, but we'll see what happens. I, I, I doubt that they do, Siege. I doubt they have the balls or the brains. No, I doubt it as well, V. And and Trump's a blowhard. His, his ego can get out of the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, that's all I have,
0: V. All right, folks. And with that being said, we're over now. Make sure you go to RogueNews.com. That's where you'll find this broadcast along with many, many others. I think I'll be posting an article there today. I'm almost done with it. Uh, so get over there uh, and be there or be square. And to
1: then look. tomorrow, Friday, uh, 11 a.m. with uh, Vellus. So V is for Vellus, And then Harley will be joining us at noon on Friday. Uh, Paul could not do his uh, normal Thursday show today. He had a family uh, situation come up. Everything's fine. Uh, just He just couldn't commit to the show today. So he'll be back next week. And that's it. Yep.
0: And with that being said, we're over and out. Take it away, CJ.